following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. And that is the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. We'll play a few more of their songs in this hour. Let me start with a scripture verse. Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened. Their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want. In other words, no, nothing lacking to them that fear him. 
It's from Psalm 34. How often do we think we're going to find something somewhere else when instead the Lord God himself is the answer? I continue to be uh, amazed at the gnashing of teeth that we see on the left, left side of the political spectrum, in response to just about everything that Donald Trump does, and sort of their throwing away of every sort of thing about common sense. The main thing that's been going on this week has been this talk about children being separated from their parents at the border. Well, one thing for sure is that many of them were sent without their parents. And the reason for the separation is to put them into some place that is more uh, accommodating than than a jail. But I wanted to read from this uh, article, The Spectator, by Roger Kimball. The children, the children. Are the cameras running? Oh, the children. Has the resistance, that is the, the thing that rises up against Trump, it's even been trademarked now, now well and truly lost its collective mind, watch Rachel Maddow weep about the children. So Rachel Maddow is a commentator for MSNBC, and she was able to conjure herself up some tears on screen. Here's what I think. The resistance believes it has finally at last hit upon an issue they can exploit to show that President Trump is literally Hitler. That's why they are airing round-the-clock coverage of the children, the babies, why a congressional intern, now a former congressional intern, I hope, screamed F you at President Trump when he visited the Capitol yesterday, why hecklers drove out Homeland Security head Kirsten Nielsen from a restaurant, deliciously a Mexican restaurant, the irony yesterday, Granted, Donald Trump must be a heartless bastard. After all he did say, we have to send a clear message, just because your child gets across the border doesn't mean your child gets to stay. Oh, wait. Sorry, that was actually Hillary Clinton in 2014, not Donald Trump. Yes, it was Hillary Clinton that said this. Or how about these horrifying photos of children in cages? Reminds you of Nazi Germany, doesn't it? Not really, but still, wait, wrong photos. Those photos are from 2014 also. Who was president then? Oh, right, Barack Obama. Didn't he have a far more humane, open-minded, open-borderish immigration policy? Did he? Not really. Here he explains, and they give a link, why undocumented workers will be deported because they broke our immigration laws. Actually, Barack Obama said that. Well, what about Bill Clinton? Surely he had a more 
humane immigration policy. Here he is explaining that illegal, illegal aliens are breaking the law, putting unacceptable strain on U.S. resources, taking jobs from U.S. citizens, and how his administration will get tough and deport the miscreants. Collective madness is always alarming to witness, and the unhinged exhibition on the airwaves and editorial pages run by the resistance should have any sane person thinking about calling 911 and putting Valium in the water supply. The hysteria feeds and builds upon its own hysteria. Someone just dropping in on this festival of insanity might be forgiven for thinking he was witnessing a collective effort to incarnate Edward Munch's painting, Edvard Munch's painting, The Scream. I am more cynical. I suspect that there will be a few genuine casualties of this scripted spectacle of angst. Some adolescent girls who really do lose it when they join the pollulating masses shouting obscenities at the President of the United States. Mostly, though, I think it's a ploy, a gambit, the latest strategy to undermine an astonishingly successful and increasingly popular president. It won't work, of course, even if a few people are hurt in the process. Why? Because there is no immigration crisis other than the crisis of our two poorest borders. That is exactly what Donald Trump is determined to fix, and it's exactly, in my opinion, what the left doesn't want fixed. They want the border to continue to be porous and our security to continue to be compromised. They don't care. They think it's more voters for them. And the only reason they're for it is because he's against it. That is exactly what Donald Trump is determined to fix with his zero-tolerance policy. It was that issue above all others that catapulted him to the president, to the Republican nomination, and won the presidency. For many of his supporters who do not want to see their country turn into a scene from the camp of the saints, I don't even know what that is, this is the one non-negotiable issue. The president is determined to enforce our immigration laws, and we'll leave it right there. Stay with us. We're going to a break. It is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP. I don't always agree with what Donald Trump says. There's no easy solution to it. Whether you agree. I'm a woman. Vote for me. I'm black. Vote for me. Or disagree. You're evil. The conversation begins here. Yes, I'm calling him out. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree, Jr. Our firm, Dupree Financial Group, has been engaged in the management of retirement investment accounts of our clients for nearly 14 years. My personal time in the investment business spans 40 years. We bring experience to the table in managing your retirement dollars. If you would like a seasoned and experienced manager to handle your investment portfolio, then give us a call. To schedule a complimentary review of your retirement investments, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 or send an email to info at dupreefinancial.com. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. 
That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and DupreeFinancial.com. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. More of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. That one's called Some of Shelley's Blues. These are all circa early 70s that we'll be playing. Late 60s, early 70s. Trump's immigration policies are actually pretty popular. This is from June 22nd by Molly Hemingway in the uh, Federalist. Media coverage of the Trump administration's policy of arresting people who illegally cross the border has been almost uniformly negative. Some has been downright hysterical. A new Economist YouGov poll shows, however, that the vast majority of Americans polled either support Trump's executive order, the initial enforcement of the law that resulted in family separation, or something even stricter. So... What's being cured by this media uh, shouting match and coordinated freakout that's been going on is the fact that Americans tend to to uh, to support this. And uh, a CNN contributor said Trump's border enforcement policies were akin to the Holocaust. A Washington Post editor said they were more like slavery. One person said, of course, it was racist. CNBC, that's an MSNBC contributor. A CNBC contributor said the same. Time Magazine's cover features a sobbing toddler whose picture went viral the week this, with a photoshopped President Trump towering above her. 
The photographer who took the photo said he could barely breathe as the girl's mother was detained. Time explained it chose the cover due to the power of the image, which appeared as critics from across the spectrum attacked President Trump's now reverse policy of separating children from parents who are being detained for illegally entering the United States. It turned out, of course, that the media got the story of the sobbing toddler all sorts of wrong, and while newsrooms are in lockstep agreement that they oppose strong border enforcement, that view is not popular amongst the rest of the country. When asked which policy they prefer for how to handle families that are stopped for crossing the border, two-thirds of the 1,500 surveyed said they support detention for lawbreakers, and less than 20% responded that they support previous presidential administration's policy of letting the lawbreakers enter the country with a promise to return for a later court vote. I mean, yeah, you know, the, the insanity of this is, of course, the left is in favor of no borders at all. In fact, what gets some of the George Soros types that support this kind of thing and him himself are for completely open borders. That's what Merkel in Germany is for, open borders. So it's considered wrong to want to, to maintain the sovereignty of our country. This is the kind of stuff that we run into, and, and just in case you don't follow it very closely, I'm just trying to emphasize it a little more. Meanwhile, guess what's happening with the economy? The Trump economic boom, optimism and prosperity not seen since the 1990s. After the flurry of amazing recent economic news, Make America Great might well stand for Make America Grow Again. It's time we start to call this economy the Trump boom. The Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta's GDP model now forecasts second quarter national growth at an astounding 4.7%. This growth is a stark contrast for the Obama era where the benefits of that slow growth era flowed primarily to the very top of the economic strata through asset inflation rather than on the ground Main Street growth. See, that's a big deal, and this is a business I'm in, so I like to see asset growth also. But, uh, oh, by the way, if you've eaten today, thank a farmer. That's a thing popping up on the screen. But asset growth, which is the growth in the value of stocks and bonds, benefits investors. Believe it or not, there are a lot more investors than the media would have you think there are. They tend to call us the rich and just categorize us all into one group when the fact is there are many, many investors through people.
people's 401ks and uh, retirement plans. The National Association of Manufacturers just released its latest survey, an astounding 95% of manufacturers reported a positive outlook for their companies, the highest ever recorded. That, that is the highest that has ever been recorded in terms of uh, positive outlook. And this is the kind of thing that the Democrats don't want you to know and basically want to take away from you. They got so used to their no growth, uh, take care of the rich policies, and you, you think the Republicans get accused of taking care of the rich. There are more rich Democrats than there are Republicans. you got people like Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, uh, the guys at Google, these are all multi-billionaires, all of them Democrats. Importantly, 90% of those members are small to medium-sized operators. In addition, more than 70% of those respondents plan to both hire more workers and increase wages. Such amazing news emanates directly from the Trump pro-growth policies of tax cuts, and regulatory relief. Drew Greenblatt, who runs Mar Marlin Steel and Wire Products and manufactures in the heart of Baltimore, wrote that the tax cuts were truly game-changing, and I have never felt as optimistic as I have over the last year. His firm just purchased a million dollars in new American-made equipment and increased its workforce by 10%. Critics of Trump often ascribe this economic momentum to his predecessor. But in June 2016, before his electoral triumph, just 32% of Americans rated the economy as good or excellent. Today, 62% do. That ought to speak for something right there. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show, and this is News Radio 630 WLAP. Don't miss Quantrill Cadillac's summer's best sales event where you'll find incredible savings. Save up to $8,000 off MSRP on new 2018 Select Vins and Courtesy Transportation XT5 SUVs. With Cadillac owner loyalty, you can save up to $10,000. 40 XT5s in stock to choose from. Or if you prefer, we have exceptional lease options available during the sale. You don't want to miss Quantrill Cadillac's summer's best sales event going on now. HelpWantedLexington.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Team, I recently learned that a good boss has to know how to delegate. What? That means I get to have other people do the things I don't want to do. So from now on, Tina, you'll be driving me to work. <gasps> Bill, here's my laundry. Jack, talk to my wife when she calls. Remember, you have to pretend you're interested or she gets really mad. Don't work for a Dave. Find a boss you can respect. One who's looking for great and local talent at HelpWantedLexington.com. Local jobs that work. It's here. Tickets for our 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival are on sale now. Tonight. On one stage. T-Mobile Arena here in Las Vegas. There's nothing else like it. Our 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. 
hosted by Ryan Seacrest. This festival is insane. While the world is listening on iHeartRadio, you can be there. Get your tickets now at iHeartRadio.com slash tickets. That's iHeartRadio.com slash tickets. Families once separated when crossing the U.S.-Mexico border now being kept together by the U.S. government. It comes just days after President Trump signed an executive order ending the separation policy under his administration's zero-tolerance stance on immigration that led to more than 2,000 children being taken away from a parent in the past six weeks. There is still confusion, though, now where of where the families will be housed and what comes next for families arriving. ABC's Marcus Moore is in Texas. A busload of young mothers arriving at the Central Station in McAllen, Texas. Their sons, daughters in their arms, ankle monitors wrapped around their legs. This morning, they are among the immigrant families together after being detained for crossing the border illegally. The government says about 500 children have already been reunited with their families. A senior official says those children among the unaccompanied minors who crossed the border. In Turkey, a rallies of young mothers ahead. At the central station in ahead of a parliamentary elections tomorrow, more than a year earlier than scheduled. Michelle Franz in ABC News. Scattered thunderstorm or two about the region on this Saturday. Otherwise, a mix of sun and clouds, 80 to 85 degrees. Showers and storms will increase in intensity and coverage again for Sunday, especially into the afternoon. Highs back into the 80 to 85 degree range. A storm or two left over on Monday in middle 80s. I'm WKYT Chief Meteorologist Chris Bailey on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet Studios. This is News Radio 630 WLAP. Join the Reds in celebrating America's pastime and the 4th of July with the Great American Deal. Thanks to Coca-Cola, with this exclusive offer, you get a ticket to any game July 2nd through the 4th, plus a free regular hot dog and 16-ounce fountain drink for only $12. And there's spectacular fireworks shows on July 3rd and 4th. Purchase the Great American Deal now and see your Reds take on the White Sox July 2nd through the 4th. Visit Reds.com deal. We can't cook, we can't shower, got a backed up sink, we've been waiting for eight hours. Uh, nine! The kids are starting to stink. Seriously, who wants to take a cold shower? Contact Don Hauer Plumbing for a new water heater, a Bradford White 40 or 50 gallon 3 inch vent gas or electric with a six year warranty. Only $8.99. Call Don Hauer Plumbing, 405-0900 or online at donhauerplumbing.com. Don Hauer, any hour. When posting on most job sites, you get candidates. I'm the sales director I'm you're sales looking director for. I'm the sales director you're looking for. But when you post on Indeed.com, you get the candidates just right for you. I'm a sales director with an MBA, over 10 years experience, who's also fluent in Japanese. With Indeed, you can add screener questions for a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. Arigato. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com slash hire. 630 WLAP.
Back on the Tom Dupree Show. You know, I'm in the investment business, which means that it's up to me to try to make people's money grow. What does that mean? Well, here's an article. It's an interesting article. Uh on Next Avenue by somebody named Pam Kruger called How Wealthy Investors Avoid Losing Money. And what it says is that you have your your own investment policy statement. We'll get into that a little bit as we go through the hour, but first I want to say hello to John Short, faithful caller. I'm right here. Yeah, I know you are. Where's right here, John? Right here. I'm at home. Okay. What's going on, John? Nothing much. I think what needs to happen, we need that wall built between the Mexican-Canadian border, because I don't know if that that compromise bill is going to work. Yeah, well, it hadn't passed. It's supposed to have $25 billion in it for the wall. Yeah, I think we need a red brick wall, maybe a couple million feet high. How high? A couple million feet high. That's high. That's what we need. That'll knock down all the airplanes going through. <laughs> it would? Yeah. A couple million feet, because the airplanes go up to 40,000 feet. And uh, if it's a couple million, it's way up in, in the stratosphere. Well, then the airplanes need to go higher than that, and it goes like 10 million feet high in the sky. Yeah, they can't go that high, John. There'd have to be holes in the wall so the airplanes could fly through it. I'm trying to do, can't make sure the criminal aliens stay out of the United States. That's why I mentioned a couple million feet high. I know. Well, um, what do you think about You've been watching the College World Series? No, I haven't. Have you been watching it? Yeah, uh, my wife watched it. Three out of the four uh, teams that made it are uh, SEC teams. I'm pretty sure Florida is one of them. Florida, Arkansas, Mississippi State. And Mississippi State just need a new coach. They have they have a coach already. We carry Henderson, our old coach. They don't need to look for a new coach. Yeah, he's their interim coach, isn't he? Yeah, but he he does need. He needs to be their head coach now since he got him to the World Series. Yeah, he did get him to the World Series. So, they don't need it. I don't think they need a new coach for next season. They got one, in my opinion. Right. You're probably right, John. Yep. The Red, uh, Cincinnati Reds are starting to win some games. That's incredible. Yeah, they were not playing well. Uh, it looks like Arkansas eliminated Florida last night. That's good. And then uh, Oregon State beat Mississippi State, so not good no but 
Mississippi State still has one more loss they can take before they get eliminated. I don't like this dumb elimination. Just do like the NCAA tournament. If you win, you go on and lose, you go home. That's how I see it. Just no <laughs> dumb elimination thing. You're out, you're out. Yeah. I know it. And then NCAA needs to be listening to that. We don't need any dumb elimination. And the top off that baseball, I think if we lose the first game, that's it. Yep. Makes it simpler, doesn't it? It's, it does. The Reds beat the Cubs last night. Uh, uh, the Reds are now 30 wins and 45 losses. They still have a lousy record, but, uh, um, you know, they, they beat the Cubs. Yeah, I don't follow professional baseball. Yeah, I, I follow the Reds usually just to see where they are. Lately, in the last several years, they've had a bad team, so. You know, it's not much of a team to watch. And I think, I still think next time when Trump has his meeting with the leader, King John, uh, I think he still think he's going to be in Athens, Kentucky. Athens, Kentucky. Why not? Well, I mean, I, I don't see a reason why not. Because I don't it, think You'd have to have it out even, there at the Holiday Inn or one of those hotels out there. Or have it at Athens Elementary School. Athens Elementary, yeah, get everybody in there. Yeah. Good a spot as any. Why not? Because <laughs> I, I brought that up once on the Handy Hotline. I don't think, I don't think Handy's paying attention to anything that I'm saying on his hotline. I mentioned, say, the actual numbers to 1-800-941-SHOT, and he hasn't done that yet. He's mentioned 1-800-941-SHOT. Have, the whole you, been, have you talked on his show before? Yeah, last time I was on his show, it was 2,005. He needs to say the actual numbers to 1-800-941-SHAWN, and he's not doing it. I don't think he's listening to what I say on the hotline. Yeah. And so he, you, you call and leave a message for him? Yep. And he's not listening to what he's had to say. Yeah. He needs to. Yeah, he does. He needs to listen to you, John. I know it. Because I know he's number two behind Rush Limbaugh. I know in Talkers Magazine, Limbaugh's number one, Hands number two, and Savage number three. I know that. Yeah. And he's listening to what he's I want to be a guest sometime on his show, and I hope big time AJ is a guest too on on his show sometime. Yeah, like that to happen. Well, let's let's call him and see if we can make something happen with it. I mean, why not? You know, <laughs> why not? He needs to know who John Short is. That's right, and he's all he follows on Twitter. He he follows you on Twitter. Well, I put him put his name down on on, on Twitter. What well, somebody did that for me? He's one of my followers on Twitter, yeah. Well, that's good. But he needs, he needs to know more who I am. I agree with that, John. Well, let's try to work on that. Okie dokie. And that'd be good. Did you find the, did you find the, the God, Faith, and Reason book yet? I've not been able to find those, John. I'm going to have to – I'll try to look for something else. Okie dokie. Let me ask you, um, do you uh, – how many days until the first Kentucky football game? A whole bunch of days because it's September 1. September 1. Yep. Okay. What do you think the score of this game will be? One by 30 biggins. Come on, John. Get serious. Who do we play? Central Michigan? Yeah. You think we'll beat them by 30? Yeah. It won't come easy, but I think we will because the next game will be a tough one when we play Florida. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see if you're right, John. Okay, Doug, my cross schedule this coming week is Tuesday and Wednesday, 
9 to 1. Tuesday and Wednesday, 9 to 1. If you want to see the real John Short, go to Florida. Or go to Florida. Go to Kroger's on uh, High Street. Or no, not on High Street, on Euclid. Yep. All right, John. Thank you. Welcome. All right. Take care. I think John Short secretly runs the world. Well, he just wants a little acknowledgement for that fact. You know, he just wants somebody like Sean Hannity to acknowledge that he does run. I'll, I'll give it to John Short. He pays attention. Mm-hmm. Any topic that you throw out in the political world, he's he's going to stay right he's there on top dude. of it. So yeah, he's on top of it. That's why I like having him on the show. Yeah, but the uh, million feet wall deal not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. Somebody's sending me a text. They're probably telling me the show's not any good. Oh, okay. Tom, we'll let you read this book as it tells the paradigm of what is happening with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. It's called The Paradigm. Oh, boy. One of these conspiracy theory books. Why do people send me stuff like that? I, I guess you portray that yeah, you may I, be genuinely interested in that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I got so many books I need to read that I, I haven't, you know. I wanted to go back to this idea of why uh, somebody stole on. Oh, okay. Of of how investors make money, you have to have a plan. Um, one of the biggest problems that people suffer from is having no plan at all. This is something we help people with uh, at the pre-financial group when they come in, is, is put together a, a plan for how they're going to manage their money, their investment money. And it's got to be backed by research and by effort to sort of stay on track. It's something that uh, there's really no substitute for. There, People come in and they say, well, I know this and I know that. And they do. It's like saying, I know how to hit a golf ball. But how often do you hit a golf ball? In other words, do you do it to where it becomes kind of second nature to you where you're you're not really having to think about it whenever you play golf well that's the same way we try to do investing you may know what to do but do you know how to do it because how to do it gets into um sort of not second-guessing yourself and uh, sticking to what you start out with, waiting for things to do well at times. That's, And in the meantime, you want to be collecting dividends. That's another thing that we do. So it, there's a lot more to it than just saying, I know how to do this because I've read the Wall Street Journal. Uh, we can put together all types of plans for people. You can call us at 859-233-0400. Send us an email at info at com. And it's time for a break. 
You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP. Alexa, play News Radio 630 WLAP on iHeartRadio. Here's a station you, what do you think you are doing? Don't you like how I give it to you anymore? Hey Siri, uh, I was just, you know, trying to get some news. You're going to get it all right. I'm not sure about that. Get News Radio 630 WLAP wherever you want it. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree Jr. Our firm, Dupree Financial Group, has been engaged in the management of retirement investment accounts of our clients for nearly 14 years. My personal time in the investment business spans 40 years. We bring experience to the table in managing your retirement dollars. If you would like a seasoned and experienced manager to handle your investment portfolio, then give us a call. To schedule a complimentary review of your retirement investments, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 or send an email to info at dupreefinancial.com. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and DupreeFinancial.com. 630 WLAP. this way. I want you to sing now. Do, do, do. <laughs> now I have to take the harp and make a sound before you sing. Teddy, come in. Come on. Come on now. Come on back. Here now, sit down. Sit down, Teddy. Now here, I want you to sing. Sing these folks' song. Sing the old rugged cross. Listen. Chord with this now. Here.
Back on the Tom Dupree Show. You know, this is music from my youth. And I love it. It's good. Yeah. Very good. I went to a thing in Nashville a couple of summers ago. Uh, The Nitty Gritty Dirt Band did a 50th, uh, like a 50th year uh, concert. And uh, think about that, 50 years. And they were they had a whole bunch of uh, other people that came in and sat in on it. Jackson Brown was one. Yeah, he was a member too yes. in the early days. And so, uh, you know, they, they did this. And, uh, oh, I don't know, Jerry Jeff Walker came and played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, – Trying to remember who else. I don't remember, but it was a number of people that had uh, played with the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, and uh, it was quite a quite a concert. It was at the Ryman Auditorium. I bet it was fantastic. Yeah, down in Nashville. Uh, matter of fact, John McEwen was just at the um, Castle off Sales Road doing a bluegrass, opening up their bluegrass series um, last month. Really? In town. The yeah. castle has concerts? Yeah, they. I think they do like a rooftop bluegrass series, and uh, John McEwen was there to uh, kick it off for the summer. He's pretty good. And I didn't realize this. I was listening to an uh, interview with Steve Martin. Steve Martin and John McEwen went to school together. Yeah, now that and I knew. John McEwen taught Steve Martin how to play the banjo. Right. I didn't know that. I knew that. And it was in California. Yeah. You know, my generation... When they think of Long Beach, they think Snoop being from Long Beach. Yeah. But it was the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band back in the 60s. I didn't didn't realize they were from Long Beach. That's right. Which is very cool. Yeah. (laughs) I've been to Long Beach before. It's a whole different town. I mean, it's got big buildings and things like that, Mm -hmm. and it's it's a different city altogether from L.A. It's between L.A. and and San Diego, and – but it's got uh, the, and the big thing there. They have the Spruce Goose that was that big, uh, big airplane sort of uh, uh, amphibious airplane that was built by uh, Howard Hughes. Charles Krauthammer, I knew. George Wilha uh, speaks about Charles Krauthammer, the recently deceased. Uh, columnist when he was asked how to become a columnist charles krauthammer would say with characteristic drollery first you go to medical school he did with psychiatry as especially because he said with characteristic felicity it combined the practicality of medicine and the elegance of philosophy but he also came to the columnist craft by accident it's been said that we had to think about tying our shoes or combing our hair. We would never get out of the house in the morning. Life is mostly habitual. How do you actually remember any details of driving home last evening? The more of 
life functions that are routinely performed without thinking, the more thinking we can do. That is, however, not how life was for Charles after his accident. You know, Charles Krauthammer, uh, I will tell you that I disagreed with his stand on certain things. I felt him to be a little bit of that conservative ilk that uh, turns up its nose at people like Donald Trump and says that, uh, you know, well, he's a undisciplined uh, boor or that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, many people really cared for him, Krauthammer, and when I see the the things rolling out, uh, people talking about what he meant to them, I've gained a new respect for him. I didn't like him much when he came out against Trump because I, I just felt like he was another neocon. But... Uh, in 1972, when he was a 22-year-old student at Harvard, he was swimming in a pool. Someone pushed the diving board out, extending over a shallower part of the pool. Charles, not reason, realizing this, dove and broke his neck. At the bottom of the pool, I knew exactly what had happened. I knew I wasn't able to move, and I knew what that meant. That meant life was going to be different than he and Robin had anticipated. He left two books at the pool. One was a text on the spinal cord. The other was Ma Andre Malraux's book, Man's Fate. Paralyzed from the neck down, he did complete medical school, did an internship, and one thing leading to another, as life has a way of doing, became not a jewel in the crown of the medical profession, which he would have been, but one of America's foremost public intellectuals. Nothing against doctors, but the nation needed Charles Moore as a diagnostician of our public discontents. And I think you could certainly say he did a good job with that. Uh, he actually was a liberal at first, and many people have come from being liberals to conservatives because they saw the light. They realized uh, what life was really about. And when you do that, and when you cease to be a child in the way you look at things, when you come into full adulthood, you will ultimately be a conservative because there's no other way you can look at life. So that we're thankful for, for, for Charles Krauthammer, because of the fact that he did believe in the conservative viewpoint. We got Philip Sexton in the house to, today. Uh, we're going to, in the next hour, we're going to talk about markets and things having to do with investing. So stay with us for another hour. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show, and it's on News Radio 630 WLAP.